Hello, welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea or the beverage of your choice and join us as we dive into today's topic. You can also contact us at teatimewithmarcella at gmail.com. All lowercase letters, teatimewithmarcella at gmail.com. Also, each Saturday at 3 p.m., you can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google, and more. So again, welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea and join us as we dive into today's topic. Last week, we were talking about adult children, and so we want to pick up there where we were last week as we talked about um, adult children and how that Elizabeth Spencer had made a post about adult children, and in the post, she described what she wanted for her children, what she desired for her children. And I agreed with her, her um, thoughts about what she wanted for her adult children was excellent. And I too find myself wanting not only for my children to do well, but to have a relationship with the Lord and to have true friends. And so today we want to pick up where we left off on last week. And today we are talking about, continuing to talk about adult children and what we pray for as as far as praying for our children. You know, I don't know about anybody else, but I lift my children up every day. I lift my grandchildren up every day. I lift my great grands up every day. And so what I want for my children is that they would be... Um, an active part of society. I want them to be a positive role model in society for their own children, for their friends, their community, their neighborhood. You know, I want them to be an active, positive uh, part of society. And I want them to put God first in everything that they do. And I want them to show uh, much love. And so we're just going to pick up where we were on last week. And so um, we talked about um, them uh, having a relationship with the Lord and having true friends that also had a relationship with the Lord. We talked about them spurring each other on, that iron sharpens iron. And so today we want to pick up with praying for our adult children. The first thing that I pray about for my adult children every week, as I said, this is part two, but every every day and every week, I pray for my family. I try to pray for my family in the mornings when I wake up. I pray for them at night before I go to bed. I pray a covering over my adult children. And once a week, I pray for all of my 
nieces and nephews and everyone who calls me Mama Marcy or Mama Marcella or Auntie or, you know, Miss Wagner, whatever they call me, I pray for them once a week. And I ask the Lord to bless them in the week to come. That's what I do for my adult children. But for my own biological children, I pray over them every day. And one of the things that I pray about with my adult children is that they prosper, that they be healthy, mentally, physically, spiritually. I want them to be healthy. And the scripture says in 3 John, the first chapter, there's only one chapter, the third chapter and the second verse, it says, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. Now, that is the New Living Translation. I like the New Living Translation uh, when I'm reading and, and praying scripture over my children. I like this. And so it says, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. So I want my adult children to be healthy mentally, physically, and spiritually. And then I want them to be successful in their endeavors, whether it's in school, whether it's working on a job, or whether it's their personal businesses. I have a couple um, sons that are um, have their own business. I have a daughter who also has her degree, and they are working to be productive citizens. And so I pray and I ask the Lord to help them be successful, help them to do well on their jobs, help them to do well in their schools, you know, uh, teaching the young adults, teaching the young children, help them to be successful in what they are doing. I want them um, not only to be successful, but I want them to live according to the truth. And you'll find that in the third verse, 3 John 1 and 3. It says, some of the traveling teachers recently returned and made me very happy by telling me about your faithfulness and that you are living according to the truth. I pray constantly that my children would not only be truthful, but they would be faithful and that they would live according to the word of God because the word of God is true. I believe it's true. And so I want my children to live according to the word of God. I want them to tell the truth and I want them to be faithful in their service. And then not only do I want them to live according to the truth, but I want them to be respected. Now, I'm going to have to turn over there because I don't have that one marked. But um, give me just a moment and I will read it to you. It is First Thessalonians 3. And it starts at verse 12. And it says, and may the Lord make your love for one another and for all people grow and overflow 
just as our love for you overflows. And so I want them to to be well respected because when you are respected, people respect the fact that you have a love for the Lord. They respect the fact that you have a love for other people, for all people, and that you are um, interested in having, uh, helping, not having, but helping them in their endeavors. And so it's good to, to um, live according to truth, but it's also going to cause people to respect you. And I want them to be well respected. I want them to be respected because of their service to their community. I want them to be respected because of their work ethic. I want them to be respected because um, they speak the truth. They're known for their integrity. I want my children to be well respected. I want I want them to uh, give people something to respect because sometimes, you know, people don't give you anything to respect about them. <laughs> they really don't. But I want my children to be well respected. And then I want my children to be known for their hospitality. You'll find that in um, the verses 5 and 8 of 3 John 1. Let me go back. And get that scripture for you. That's 3 John 1 and verse 5. And it says, Dear friend, you are being faithful to God. When you care for the traveling teachers who pass through, even though they are strangers to you, they have told the church here of your loving friendship. Please continue providing for such teachers in a manner that pleases God, for they are traveling for the Lord and they accept nothing from people who are not believers. So we ourselves should support them so that we can be their partners as they teach the truth. So I want my children to model, you know, I try to I try to uh, model this scripture in my own life and I want my children to also model that be hospitable, be caring, be loving. I want that for my children. And then um, I want them to live a quiet life. I want them to live a quiet life, a peaceful life, not one that is chaotic, one that is disturbing, but I want them to live a quiet life. First Thessalonians 4, verses 11 through 12 of the NIV says, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your own hands. Now, <laughs> You know, some people are all in everybody else's business. They don't know how to mind their own business. But I'm praying that I have modeled well before my children to live a quiet life, to, to mind my own business. You should mind your own business and work with your own hands. Make it your ambition, he says. Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your own hands. That's 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 11 through 12 of the NIV. And then last, they put their trust and their hope in God. I want my children to put their hope in God. 
And I'm going to go try to find that scripture for you real quick. That's in 1 Timothy, um, the 6th chapter. 1 Timothy, the 6th chapter, and verses 17 through 18. And it says, teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. You know, um, my mom was a great example to me as an adult. As a child, I watched her. I watched her give to the needy in the neighborhood, and I would think sometimes to myself, we're the needy. But, you know, my mother was willing to share. My mother was willing to to um, give. My mother was hospitable. She was loving. My dad, if somebody needed something, they would help that that couple, that family. And like I said, you know, I thought many times, you know, we don't have it. But I saw love in action. I saw hospitality in action. I saw them not be selfish. I saw them uh, very loving and altruistic. They were never selfish at all. They were always willing to share. They were willing not just to share their food, but their money. Many times my dad came out of his pocket and he helped someone else in the neighborhood. We helped our family members. Sometimes family members came to live with us and I would be thinking, my goodness, we don't have enough room. (laughs) But they stayed and they didn't stay for a couple of weeks either. They stayed for months, months and months. And I would just be so ready for people to get out of my room. But my mom and my dad always had such a loving attitude, such a helpful attitude, and it stayed with me, and I found myself, don't know when it happened, but I found myself sharing with my children and teaching them how to be hospitable, how to be loving, how to be caring, how to give of their finances, give of the very best that they have, giving the putting first to other people and giving them the the first of it, and then we take what's left. You know, I found myself teaching my children what my parents modeled before me. And even though I'm sure that they thought, you know, like I thought, they never complained. And now as adults, my children are doing the very same things that I saw my mom do, that we began to model when my husband and I were married, you know, had all our little children, (laughs) you know, when we had our kids at home. Now we see our adult children modeling what we modeled from our parents. And, you know, it's another good thing to be um, 
that his parents were a lot like my parents. So we were two families joined together and we had the same belief system. We had the same mentality of hospitality. We love people. We love sharing. We love showing love. You know, love is more than just, I love you. No, show me some love. Show me what... Show me what you're talking about, you know. Some people just say that with their mouths, but they really don't show love. And so I am hoping and praying uh, as we conclude adult children, um, I'm hoping and praying that my children will continue, continue with the things that I have taught them and passing it down to their children my grandchildren, and then my grandchildren who are starting to have families of their own, I pray that they are passing it down to my great-grands. And if there's anyone who would like to say anything, just feel free to come on in. Uh, We are talking about adult children. We are talking about uh, our desire for our adult children to love God, to love their neighbors as themselves. We're talking about uh, true friendship, uh, friends that have the same values and mentality that we have. They love God. We're talking about sharing. We're talking about being successful, being healthy spiritually, physically, mentally, We're talking about being respected in the community because you're hospitable, you're caring, you're loving, uh, you're sharing. So if you have anything that you would like to say, I would like to encourage you to come on in. Come on in. We are concluding our adult children this week. We did part one on last week. And we are concluding adult children on this week. We want our children not only to live uh, a successful life, a healthy life, but we want them to live quiet and peaceful lives. For 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 11 through 12 of the NIV says, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your own hands. You know, mind your own business is a really good one because you have so many people that are nosy. You have so many people who are gossipers. You have so many people who slander others. You know, mind your own business. Take care of your own household. (laughs) Take your your mind off everybody else's business and tend to your own. (laughs) Yes, uh... Don't don't gossip about your neighbors down the street. Don't slander them, you know? Um, I was telling my sister not too long ago, she was talking about something, and I said, well, instead of talking about her, maybe what we should do is uh, take a witness, you know? I'm going to take a witness. And I said, then if that doesn't work, then I'll take two witnesses. If that doesn't work, we just take it before the church. That's in Matthew, you know, minding our own business. And if someone is offending you, then you take a witness with you. You know, just get rid of all confusion. Get rid of everything that is not pleasing in the sight of God and cut out a lot of negativity. And not only that, but we, you know, I pray that my children don't hold on to grudges, 
because when you hold on to a lot of grudges, you cannot find peace. You, I mean, don't hold on to grudges. The scripture says, Jesus said, forgive 70 times seven. That means you're not holding on to anything because you are forgiving that individual. You are letting it all go. And so when you let it go, and when you uh, stop dwelling on the past, that's another thing. Looking back, he that looking back, who puts his hand to the plow and looking back, is not fit for the kingdom. Stop looking back. Stop holding on to the past. I pray that my children, my adult children, my adult grandchildren, I pray that they will never hold on to the past. I pray that they would never hold on to grudges. Excuse me. I pray that they would never hold on to grudges. I pray that they would always, you know, just release it. I'm not saying you're going to forget everything. But you can choose to forgive and go forward. You know, sometimes uh, people are holding on to grudges. And those people have repented and they are going on with the Lord. They are not dwelling on the past. And some people are still stuck in the past and holding on to it. But the other person is going on. They're free. And so I pray that my adult children would also be an example to their children and their their grandchildren and to their friends and neighbors, nieces and nephews. I pray that they are uh, an example of letting go, of letting Jesus take care of it. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. So we don't have to hold on to grudges. I pray my adult children are not holding on to grudges. I pray that no bitterness ever wills up into their heart because bitterness is dark. Bitterness keeps you bound. Bitterness, it it, it makes you sick. Some people get so sick from holding all the bitterness inside. It begins to affect their health. And so I pray that my adult children do not hold on to anything that is going to be dark, bitter, you know, things that's going to affect their health because I want them to prosper and be in health even as their souls prosper. Well, I guess we're winding it up or winding it down. (laughs) I hope that you have been blessed today as we continued to uh, talk about our adult children I hope that you will have a blessed weekend. Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus, thanking you for this day, thanking you for the opportunity to share and to encourage someone else. We thank you for the blood that is running warm in our veins and the breath that is in our bodies. We thank you for the um, strength in our limbs and in our muscles. We thank you, oh God, for our overall health. We pray, God, that you would keep us. We pray, God, that you would be glorified in everything that we do. Lord, whatever we are coming short on, reveal it to us so that we can get it right. 
because, Lord, we want to please you. And we give you glory. Help us to be examples to our adult children, our adult grandchildren, our young grandchildren, and to our great-grands, and to our friends, neighbors, and community. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We pray, God. Thank you. Amen and amen and amen. Well, I hope that you have been encouraged and enlightened. Join us here next time on Time with Marcella. And remember, you can contact us at teatimewithmarcella at gmail.com. That's teatimewithmarcella at gmail.com. You can also join us each Saturday on our podcast with Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google, and more. Have a wonderful day.